All right, I'm Danielle McCartan, again here with Phil Sims, New York Giants legendary quarterback. Even the rain can't stop us today here, Phil. Yeah, they, I, I'm, I'm thankful that the rain is just light right now, but the one thing I love about today is what, Danielle? It's football day? It's Well, it's football day, and it's really cloudy. I like that. Oh, yeah. Easier for the kids. I thought of you when I got up this morning. I said, he's going to like that. <laughs> yes. All right, so you were the seventh overall pick in the draft from right. Moorhead State. Um, guy from Kentucky. Had you ever been to a big city before? And what was the first thing you did in New York when you got here? Oh, boy, that's interesting. Well, I'd never been on a plane before in my life. Uh, so in college, we always traveled to games on buses. And I've probably only been out of the state of Kentucky to go to the state of Tennessee, maybe a little across the border to Indiana. So my first plane trip was, you know, experience. I don't have time to tell you all of the, you know, the cabin pressure. I'm like, oh, my ears are hurting. What's going on? But whatever. But when I came here, I loved it. Um, I liked the people. It just it felt good. And I can't remember what the first thing I did in New York except just go in and look at it and go, oh, my gosh. It was... I think it exceeds your expectations of how big it is. Yeah, and you're on a big stage, too. What, did you feel any pressure being the first rounder, New York? Yeah, you know, everybody always says these things about pressure and playing in New York and all that. And, you know, I didn't ever feel it. or You know, it's the same everywhere. And, and you know, when you're out there playing, you don't think about pressure or what situation you're in. You know, you've done it so many times in your life, you just play. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know if you're winning and losing and things like that. But uh, the word pressure is used way too much in sports. I don't ever remember once getting on the center going, oh, this is a really big moment. <laughs> you know, you just, you, you play, you, you do what they teach you, and you live with the results. All right, so I have um, a couple uh, list of players here. Give me your first okay. thoughts sure. on the guys that you play with. Okay. Or we'll start with Coach Bill Parcells. Well, um, great sense of humor, very cutting, uh, very honest. So when you didn't play well, he didn't sugarcoat it. And uh, once you get used to a situation like that, that's what's great because honesty is always the best policy in everything, and he had a lot of it. All right. Mark Bavaro. Mark Bavaro, unbelievable hands. If he doesn't get hurt, he, he was a Hall of Fame tight end. And uh, he really, he was so good at catching a football in a crowd that it created routes that we see to this day by receivers, slot receivers, wide receivers, everybody. Mark Bavaro really started the trend. Okay. Harry Carson. Harry Carson, the first time I ever got in the center as a New York Giant, I looked across from me about three yards and said, oh my gosh, he's a linebacker? Because he was the biggest human being I'd ever seen at linebacker. And I don't think I played against anybody in college as big as him. So to be that big and athletic, and of course, Harry's a great guy, lives in town here, and, um, and a Hall of Famer. Lawrence Taylor. Uh, unique guy, we know all that. Um, I consider him a good friend, and uh, you know, we had a... As we really got rolling with the Giants, him and I had a good relationship. I tell people this, and they always find it strange. We're really all got along. I go, yeah, there were, we had a lot of things that we were alike, uh, a, a lot alike. And um, when I threw a touchdown pass or we scored, I, I don't know if it was every time, but it was 95% of the time. The first guy in the field to hug me, to give me five or do anything was always Lawrence Taylor. Cool. Okay. Now, um, a lot of those Giants from your team, those, those years, made it to the Hall of Fame. You could say yourself. Who do you think deserves the next shot at the Hall of Fame from your, your guys? Oh, gosh, I've never really thought about it like that. Um, you know, I think O.J. Anderson is was a borderline Hall of Famer. I don't mean borderline. I mean, it, it, he. The, some of the guys that get in, I just go, well, O.J. Should, should deserve to be in there uh, also. So, But I, I haven't thought of it like that. Who else is on the team? That, you know, it's really interesting. You talk about it. Such a great run that we had in all those years. Mm -hmm. And we had two Hall of Famers, right, if I'm not mistaken. Carson Harry Carson and Lawrence Taylor were the only yeah. two. And, man, we had teams that 
led the league, especially especially on defense, many times, and um, you, you would think there would be more Hall of Famers. Yeah. Okay. Now, how do you consider? My dad wants to know this. How do you consider extending your career after the Giants were done with? What do you mean announcing? Or no, what? like uh, like playing somewhere else. Oh, I did think about it. I had offers uh, when the Giants let me go. I had a few teams offer me right away, and and you know, I, the only thing this is terrible to say. The only thing that enticed me is the fact that. Those teams were willing to pay me a lot more than I ever got uh, paid in the 15 years I played. Yeah. So, you know, you hate this, money is always a part of it. Um, but as I told my wife, I said, I'm not going to tell you the teams. I almost did. <laughs> but the so-and-so team wants uh, me to come down there to do this. And she goes, oh, that'll be great. And I said, oh, you won't mind moving? And she goes, oh, no, we're not moving. But we'll come visit you on weekends. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I just went, oh, yeah. well, that's not going to work. And my kids were, you know, I had my son, uh, Christopher, was in the eighth grade. So... You know, I had to, we had to stay here. This is where we live. Okay, so fishing up here. There's still some Giants traditions that are still alive. One being the dumping the ice on the coach. Two, your line, going to Disney World. What do you uh, think about those still being around? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I don't know how... Well, I do kind of know how the dumping the Gatorade on Bill Parcells started. I don't know if it was a, a celebration or we were mad at him. I'm not sure. Not me. I didn't do the dumping ever. <laughs> but it turned into a funny thing that's still done. It's pretty cool. And going to Disney World, yeah, that's pretty cool, too, to be the first guy to ever say that. And, you know, back in that day, nowadays, things like that are nothing. But back then, I thought, this is so unusual. I don't know if I can do this, but I'm glad I did it. My dad wants to know, do you still get royalties from that? Uh, no, <laughs> I never not. did. No, I never did. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> won the Super Bowl. What are you doing next? I'm going to go to Disney World. All right. Oh, and one more, the last question. The Giants, how they did the Color Rush uniforms right. uh, this past year, they did uh, the ode to, to your Giants with the Giants and the helmet. Yes. You like that? Uh, I know. I, I didn't like it. I really? loved it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. There I think, go. you know, I... I'm... Yeah. I like the Giants name across the helmet. That's what I like. I like that color blue and everything. They changed it. I understand all that. But when they did do that, the uniforms were awesome. They were. They were really awesome. <laughs> I love just the whole look, the colors and all that. Because those Color Rush uniforms, most of the time to me, they're a disaster. But the Giants was pretty good. When the Jets played the Bills, and it was uh, oh. the colorblind people couldn't tell. What do you mean? I was sitting in the booth. It was giving me a headache. <laughs> I, and I'm not exaggerating. There was a glow coming off the uniforms. You're like, you had to like refocus your eyes. It was terrible. So, oh well. All right. I'm Danielle McCartney with Phil Sims, and those were the giant years. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Danielle. All right. Thank you.